How Keto Affects Your Cholesterol. Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life Podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Welcome, guys, to podcast number 59 of Our Ketogenic Life. Hey, guys. Glad you're here. Yes, it's getting ready to be Christmas. In yeah, a couple about, weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. So hopefully everybody's getting ready. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're go- you're doing your 10-pound down challenge for those who yes, are. Yes, we're having a lot of success with of, that. The month of mm-hmm. December. Yep. So a lot of people that uh, want to start on July f- or uh, January first, mm-hmm. you know, with their quote resolutions and mm-hmm. things like that, we have people already way ahead of you right now, right? Because people they decided. And yeah. let's see, how long have we been doing? Two this? weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Seven um, pounds. Seven pounds. We've had one lose seven pounds. Yeah. I don't know if everybody's really checked in on tomorrow's exactly. our check-in yeah. day, so, so we should know. Uh, but uh, if you're interested in that, we're going to start that in January as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, try to get that on the. Uh, monthly basis to help get you started so you can learn what to do so you can help what we're going to talk about today when we talk about cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And today I've been told is more of a technical Mm -hmm. (laughs) podcast. So I'm going to try to help you people out. And so when he says something that maybe we're like, wait, what is he talking about? I will try to interject and ask a question Mm -hmm. that I know if I'm thinking it, Probably you are too, so. Yeah, and then the other thing is, like, if I don't know the answer, I'll find it out, and I'll <laughs> I'm let not, you yeah. know. She may ask me a question that we I just are, don't know. We are, yeah. We're not too humble to say we don't know. Yeah. So the first thing you need to do is go to the show notes, uh, ask to join our Facebook page. Yeah. There's a link on there, and I've loaded down a diagram, a study, that if you have this in front of you, this will make so much more sense. Uh, because it will show you some numbers and show you some patterns of, of the cholesterol molecule and uh, how the ketogenic diet affects uh, your cholesterol. Okay, yeah, so that's our question, uh, that's our topic today, is how does the ketogenic diet affect your cholesterol? And we have that asked a lot of times, and I mm-hmm. know we've probably dealt with this before, back, you know, a while ago. But, but this study just came out. Yeah, new study. And so, and because so people, many people are like, oh, I cannot yeah. eat. I mean, because we've been trained uh-huh. for years. You cannot eat fat. It's going to give you a heart attack. It's right. going to blow your cholesterol through mm-hmm. the roof. You're going to have a heart attack and die. Right. So that's why you don't do keto. And that is false. Right. But now there's a study that's showing, that's it. showing it. So what is this study? Show us, well, tell us about the study. First of all, there's a, there's a limitation on this study. It's only two years. So we cannot tell you doing a ketogenic diet for 20 years is going to reduce your risk factor for heart disease. There's just no studies out there for that, okay? One, because there's no pill to take to help uh, reduce the the numbers. Therefore, there's no incentive for like a drug company to do a long-term study to show the effects of this. So, you know, some of these other things have been studied for you know, 30, 40 years, all right? So this study has been for two years, right. all right? And it's a, it's a group that I follow. Uh, they're very, um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group of doctors, it's a company, and they, uh, they have a lot of articles, and this is the things that they're doing right now is they're doing, a, this is an ongoing study, by the way, it's not stopped. They're just, they're just giving out this information as this the results come in. Health? 
Health. Verta Health. Verta Health, yes. We'll have that on. You'll do that on the show notes. Yeah, okay. I'll try. But, uh, but, you know, this is an ongoing study, okay? So these are the numbers that we look at right now currently to see about heart disease. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I don't know where you're at in your knowledge of, of cholesterol, but usually there's four numbers that you get. You get your total cholesterol, you get your uh, LDL, which everybody says is a bad, bad cholesterol, cholesterol. even though it's not bad, but we'll, that's Just what that is. Yeah. HDL, which is supposed to be your good cholesterol, mm-hmm. and your triglycerides. Right. And uh, what, what this study is showing, it's one step deeper into your lipid molecule. Right. So for those who don't know, possibly, mm-hmm. your total health takes your combined... Your total cholesterol. Your total cholesterol, mm-hmm. yeah. Takes your good cholesterol... HDL, your LDL, and your triglycerides. Not your to- triglycerides. Not your triglycerides. Okay, just your LDL and um, HDL and totals those, basically. Is that kind, kind of Kind of, but, oh. but they calculate the LDL mo- the number. Okay. It's a calculation. Because they can't really... Yeah, because there's other things like your VLDL. Okay. So it's a little more technical. But in a sense, what you just said is it's true. Ba- it's right, kind yeah. of a basis, but it's a lot more depth than that. Right. But we'll go with that for right now. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't, yeah, that's okay. Okay, All if you right. have questions, everybody yeah. else will, so let me know. Okay. So what, what this what this cholesterol... What does this study basically say? This Well, this study shows as you do the as you do the ketogenic diet over two years, the risk factors are getting less. Right. And, and they, when we say ketogenic, too, like I said, we're going by... Whole foods. Whole foods, mm-hmm. real foods. Mm-hmm. You're, we're talking about healthy, good fats. Right. We're talking about good... Mm-hmm. Carbs, we're not talking about no carbs. We're talking about, you're talking about vegetables mm-hmm. and a healthy amount of carbs. Now, question, did this give, I mean, this is ketogenic, so I'm guessing then that they're talking about 70 to 75% yes. fat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then your 20, 25% protein, protein and then 5, five to 10 carbs. Carbs. Mm-hmm. It just depends on, okay, All right, so that All is right. what they're talking about. So this study... You've uh, you've got your we got those four numbers we talked about your right. total cholesterol HDL LDL and your triglycerides. Right. All right. Now we're just going to talk about the LDL. Okay. The bad. The bad cholesterol. Right. Okay. The LDL is is broken down from there. Okay. So you've got those four numbers, and then you've got your LDL that's broken down even further. Right. And what we want to do is say particle size. Right. And what I want you to think about is a, a small balloon. A medium-sized balloon, another medium-sized, bigger balloon, and then a or a large balloon, and then an extra-large balloon. Okay, so four balloons. There's more than that, but for for visualization, that's what we're talking about. Okay, so we got four balloons, and they're all LDL molecules. They're all the bad cholesterol. Right. The small balloon. The little tiny one. The tiny one Uh is the bad one. It's the worst. That's terrible. That's what causes the problem. Okay. The extra-large balloon. Is the fluffy, ones. the fluffy? That's exactly the way they oh. do it. Yeah, very good. So the big, <laughs> the big fluffy ones are the good ones. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we want. Fluffy is good. Yep. That's why you can't say LDL is a bad right because cholesterol. there's good parts of the bad cholesterol. Yeah, huh? it's only a tiny little right. portion that is actually the and, bad. And this has nothing to do with it. <laughs> This has nothing to do as far as the biochemistry, but this is a very good way that to remember. Okay. If you've got a pipe. And you've got small little particles going mm-hmm. through that pipe, and you got a little crack in the pipe, it's going to get lodged, and it's going to get clogged up. Right. So you think of small particles blocking the pipe. Right. Just like small particles blocking, having heart blockage. Right, okay. If you've got big particles going down your sink, 
it's not going to cut, uh, get caught on that small little crack in the pipe, right. and it's going to go right through. Okay. So that's the big fluffy ones. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's how I try to remember the, the you know, when you're saying, if you get done listening to this and you think, okay, which one was he talking about? The LDL, the particle size. I understand right. the small balloon, medium balloon, large balloon, extra large balloon. But which right. one was bad and which right. one was good? So you're not, and because what I would normally think, and I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. else that you think of a, like an artery, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you know, clogging your arteries, you would think the big ones right. would be the ones that would get stuck. Right. But they're fluffy and they just go on. Right through. Malleable or whatever, and they go through. But the little tiny ones are the ones that get, and what are they getting stuck? What cracks? Do the, there's no okay. cracks. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's just a way to think about okay. it. Okay. If you, if you get your lab test back. Well, question, huh? and I may be completely going off topic, and you may stop this and yeah. completely start over. But, okay, question. Uh-huh. For cholesterol, now, when you have... Your bag, the little tiny particles, uh-huh. are they getting stuck together um, like when you have inflammation? Like, are, what are they getting stuck to the side of the artery? Am that, I going way completely? That's not right. Okay. That's that's easy way right. to, that's people think about that. Okay, yeah. You know, they've seen the diagrams, you right. know, the, the going through the animation, yeah. they, right. and they get stuck on the wall. A lot of it has to do with the inflammation. Okay, right. Because these, what we're talking about is these are carriers of the, of the cholesterol molecule. Right. And it, that's a whole rabbit hole to okay. go down. All right. So we're doing very a very top level okay. thirty thousand okay. view foot of, of of the way cholesterol okay. works. Okay. So basically, it's the we just want to know the the bad the LDL has it's, has other particles within that. Right. And the tiniest ones are the bad ones. Bad are those ones. the LPA little a? Nope. That's no. the L, these are LDLP. These are LDLP. particles. LDLP. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what you need to do is if what I try to do with, with my patients is I try to do an advanced lipid test. Mm-hmm. If you just do a normal cholesterol test and you get those four numbers, mm-hmm. you no, won't know okay. this. Okay. So you may get an LDL of 100 and think you're doing well. Right. But the particle sizes may be small. Right. And that's bad. Okay. Your LDL so may be get... 200, but your particle sizes are bigger. Right. And that's good. Or you may have total cholesterol and your H, your um, good cholesterol may be really, really good, mm-hmm. and it may look like you have right. high cholesterol, right. but your good can mm-hmm. be very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need to ask you need to ask your provider for an advanced, advanced lipid, lipid profile. Mm-hmm. And advanced. you'll get these numbers. Yes. Okay. So these you'll numbers. get several numbers. I mean, it's it's like a whole page of numbers that you'll get, and they can interpret. But mainly, these. you're looking at your LDL and the the size of your LDL. Right. Okay. So go. So I hope by now, it's as clear as mud for you. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that helps. Go back and listen right. to this. Yes. But let's go back to the study okay, here. The study. Yes. I just We're want to say that for the, the study. Okay. So uh, hopefully you've gone to our Facebook page. Click this open, open it up, and you're sitting here listening, looking at it as I talk. It's going to be so much easier if you do that, guys. All right. At the top is the baseline. The middle uh, graph is one year. The bottom graph is two years. Okay? So two years is where we're at. The red on the graph is the small particle size. And that's pattern B. If you look on the right, it says pattern B for the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's the ones we don't want. Those are what we Right. Bad. 
So on the ones on the right, the green or the blue ones. This is the patient started out, or the group of people started mm -hmm. out. This was their baseline. What they had, their right. lipid profile was this. Right. Okay. And gotcha. on the top, you okay. can see there's a lot of red there. Right. It's very high. Yeah. And that's the bad particle yes. size. For those of you, we're looking at that. Yes. Okay. That's a good idea. If okay. you're watching this on YouTube, okay. th this is kind of like a generalization. At the uh -huh. top, you see all the red. Um, that's the that's uh -huh. the people, and they started out. Like that. It looks right. like it's kind of all, well, uh -huh. kind of. It's kind of equal, board. right? Yeah. Okay. So, year number one, you can see that the blue has increased, increased a whole lot, uh -huh. and the red has gone down. Uh -huh. And then if you look at the third one, it's gone down even more. So, this is being on a year of ketogenic, they two. test them again, and mm -hmm. then two years ketogenic, they test, test it again, again. Mm -hmm. and the red has significantly mm -hmm. decreased. Mm -hmm. So you okay. do it, so you can see that there's benefit within a one year of switching the way that the LDL quote bad cholesterol unquote particle sizes are. So you can change your particle size. Yes, it has so much to do with your diet. Oh well, wow. I didn't know you could change your particle size. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so you and so when people tell me, that's a good point. I just thought of this. When people tell me that, hey, I have a family history of heart disease. Right. I can't do nothing about it. Right. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can do these things. Yeah. All right. Actually, just had a conversation with someone last week, huh? and they were saying that their husband does not have high cholesterol, but they take cholesterol. Med Am I going down a rabbit hole here? Hmm. They take cholesterol medicine because the genetic. Mm -hmm. That's a that is oh, a big okay, rabbit hole because you're, okay. you could be talking about your APL, right, APL okay, B yeah. or okay, LP so little A. So but it, it could be possibly though not this part, not this. But again, people thinking, well, I just have a you know my great grandmother mm -hmm. had you know heart disease, my grandfather had heart disease, my dad mm -hmm. had heart disease. I know that mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what I do, I have genetic prone heart disease right. can be true right but with this point it can also be true that you can change your particle size right and lessen that and lessen your risk chance. it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you're never going to have a heart attack and, and, of course and that's one of the things we talk about a lot is like when, when you're doing a ketogenic lifestyle it's not a diet it's a lifestyle is you know what's your goal if your goal is just to lose weight you lose weight then you learn how to maintain it and then maybe your carbs can go up and things like that. If your goal is you have a significant family history of heart disease or diabetes and, and things or like this, you know, you may have to be more strict with your diet to get to the results that you want to get. Right. So a lot of it has to do with your end goal, what you want to do. Right. And it really is good that if you will talk to your provider, get these tests done, mm -hmm. that way you'll have a baseline. Yeah. And then go back and... Three months, six months, have them tested I, I, again. That's a, that's a great point, too, is, I mean to interrupt you, Sorry. but um, when you do this and you say you're going to start ketogenic, you know, next week, you know, you get these baseline, you get these tests in three to six months, it may look worse. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. I want to warn you for that because what happens is a lot of things going on in your body, your liver, uh, I think a lot of times happens with uh, being fat, getting broken down for energy, releases a lot of triglycerides in there. So... The first three to six months, probably I wouldn't even check it until okay. six months because right. it's going to take some time for your body to adjust. 
just like it took time for you to get in the shape right. you're in. You know, it's, it's going to take, take you time some time to heal your body. Right. So just give it some time. If you do, the, if you start keto, this is not for everybody, by the way. But if you do a ketogenic diet in three months, you do your cholesterol, and you think, oh my goodness, it's terrible, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, then you need to kind of step back and say, okay, let me give some time. Right. Now, anything else questions with this? No. Because I got I a couple to, more things. Okay, remember that. Right. I just want to reiterate, I know I beat this like a drum, right. but again, just so people can understand, when we say ketogenic lifestyle, we're talking about good fats, uh-huh. you know, from olives, olive oil, avocado, whole foods, mm-hmm. proteins, good proteins, um, good carbs. We're talking about eating your vegetables, eating right. carbs. Mm-hmm. We are not, we do not advocate, and not that never, I mean, right. but we don't advocate a all-you-can-eat bacon and cheese, mm-hmm. and that's just your diet. A lot of people, if that's what you do, mm-hmm. I mean, that's okay. We want to say, when we say ketogenic, mm-hmm. we mean not a fad, something that just has a label of mm-hmm. keto on it, and just because it has keto that you can do it, we're talking about eating healthy right so all right go all right so a couple of things here if you cannot get this test the with the particle size right i've got some tricks for you okay if you just get those four numbers we talked about the total cholesterol the hdl ldl and triglycerides because some people one that test is a little bit more expensive so i understand that you know the the, doing a basic cholesterol test is not that expensive to do so if you just got those four numbers like insurance won't pay for it or whatever what can i do all right tips I need to put this in the show notes too, okay. somehow. All right. Take your total cholesterol. Mm-hmm, total. And put two colons or put a colon sign and then put HDL. HDL. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your total cholesterol to your HDL, HDL, HDL ratio okay, should be less than 3.5. And mine is? I don't remember. Oh, mine's excellent. Mine's yeah. like less than one. That's your, this is the next thing I'm going to talk oh. to you about. <laughs> well, this is still good for you, okay, though. Okay, yeah. So it should be less than 3.5. Okay. So, for example, if you have a cholesterol of 200 yeah. and you've got an HDL of 50, uh-huh. that's a 4 to 1 ratio. Okay. It's that's a little not, bit high. Yeah. Ideally, you want it less than 5. I, most ideally, you want it less than 3.5. Okay. So if you had a total cholesterol of, say, 50, 150, and you had an HDL of 50, that's a 3 to 1 ratio. Okay. That's really good. Okay. So you can learn, you know, that, that's something you can that's do. That's your good cholesterol. HDL. Mm-hmm. Okay. So less than 3.5, total cholesterol to HDL ratio, yeah. less than 3.5, you can accept up to less than 5. Okay. And if you guys are, we'll put, he'll try to put that back, like on the notes and on Facebook, yeah. to try for people to start, you know, realizing, mm-hmm. okay, what is... What's he talking about? What you're talking, what you referred to just a minute ago was your triglycerides to HDL ratio. Okay. And you want that one-to-one. Okay. So you want your triglycerides and your HDL to be about the same. Okay. So if if your uh, triglycerides are 75, you want your HDL to be 75. Right, okay. And what is a good range for triglycerides anyway? Anything less, really, the labs say 150 or less. Uh-huh. Under 100 is, better. is much better. Because I know there's been people like that's had like 300 mm-hmm. and 700 triglycerides. Mm-hmm. That is, what is your trigl- triglycerides? They're, it, it's like fat. Okay, so that is. So what happens is, is the number one way that I've seen to lower your triglycerides is decreasing your sugar. Right. Decrease your sugar, you decrease your triglycerides. 
Right. So because if, your body is burning that fat? As Well, you're not feeding it. You're right. not making it. Right. So in the liver, through the process, you're not making because you are not. You don't have that. You're using up the right. ketones okay. for the, for the uh, energy. Okay. So if you have a more than a three to one ratio, meaning that your triglycerides are like... Um, uh, say 150, mm-hmm. and your H and your uh, HDL is uh, 50. That's three to one. Mm-hmm. That's getting out of hand there. Mm-hmm. All right, you want it one to one, because what it shows is if I see if, if I get a random blood test and I'm uh, I look at their cholesterol and I see high triglycerides mm-hmm. and I see a low HDL. Mm-hmm. First thing I think of is uh, the patient. Are they diabetic? First, my ver- very first thought is, is this patient diabetic? Mm-hmm. If they're not diabetic, if their glucose is, is normal, mm-hmm. then I start thinking this patient's insulin resistant. Right. They have metabolic syndrome mm-hmm. because your triglycerides should not be that high. So, you know, with the study, you can get on our Facebook page. I could put a link in there. You can join us. I put the uh, uh, graph on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is, what, December the 13th. Mm-hmm. So one of you may be listening to this a year from now. Um, it'll be on there somehow. I guess right. I can figure it out how to put it up at the top. Uh, get my but this is a person. great study. Yeah, it's a great study. Because, and again, so many people, you know, everywhere mm-hmm. um, is saying, you know, mm-hmm. that before that ketogenic is not healthy. Right. Again, I think they go back to thinking, even when people say low carb, I think there's still just that mindset that ketogenic is unhealthy because you're eating the wrong fats mm-hmm. and you're not eating healthy vegetables. I think that's what people have in their mind. They think mm-hmm. low carb, they think, and when they, when you say high fat, I think they think like canola, canola oil, yeah. Bad, bad ones. yeah, they think they think of, you know, mm-hmm. the bad fats, which are bad. Right. So when we say, you know, high fat, you really need to really think what that means. Right. So if you're not sure, like I said, listen to some of our podcasts, mm-hmm. go to our page. Um, and then also, when they think low carb, automatically they think, we, you know, you're not eating enough carbs. Correct. But, and that is so not true. Mm-hmm. Um, it is healthy amount of carbs. Mm-hmm. And some people can have more than others. Yeah, but we're yeah. not talking about eating pasta breads mm-hmm. we're not talking about the, those are the bad carbs that have sugar and gluten and inflammation that causes more inflammation mm-hmm. so we're not talking about those type of carbs right so anyway as i always like to say that because so many people um still think mm-hmm. that this is a just fad low carb diet right and so this is great that we're having a really major um Research company Verta Health mm-hmm. that has come out with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing really well. Good work. Yeah, you know, uh, and the other thing too is if you're uh, if this has kind of piqued your interest a little bit, and say you want to do lose weight, we have a ten pound down challenge starting on January first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to sign up before then, and um, you'll get that, and you'll get our course. You know, through. Um, uh, Fat Burners Academy and get on our Facebook page be able to ask questions you know the other thing too is like um, you're talking about the uh, one of our members who you know they ask questions they they get on there all the time and, and they, ask, they just ask little questions that's getting in their way to getting their right. results mm-hmm. and they can get on here I had them ask um, I think it was yesterday or last night uh, can I have yogurt Greek yogurt and we just told them what to look for 
you know, when to incorporate it into your diet. Right. And that was a question that she could ask right away. Right. And uh, if we don't know, we'll say, we don't know. Right. Let me do some research and I'll get back to you. Because sometimes people ask a question that we've never been asked before or even right. thought about. And we need to go back and do some research on it. Yeah. But we've been asked a lot of questions. So if you are really serious about getting started, uh, getting healthier, mm-hmm. again, you know, with uh, with our challenge, it's called 10 Pound Down because a lot of people want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But hopefully with this podcast in this uh, YouTube video that you guys are watching today, it's showing that, you know, it's not just about weight loss. You know, we know these things are uh, happening inside your body mm-hmm. and that you can get the results life lifelong uh, being healthier by doing this type of lifestyle rather than doing the standard American diet. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested, you need to reach out to us. Uh, uh, there's a link on the, on the show notes as well, mm-hmm. and you can uh, check that out. And if you have questions, of course, you know, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we wanted to leave you with the Bible verse. And of course, this is couple weeks before Christmas and we celebrate Christmas um, because we celebrate um, the time that we um, want to give tribute to Jesus's birth Mm -hmm. and that's the reason we celebrate and I want to read from of course anybody who you know is a Christian you know you know Luke 2 the gospel of Luke is you know the the Christmas story but I'm just going to start in Luke 2 um, 8 and it says now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping their watch of flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And one of the main things I wanted to bring out here is as we are in this time of Advent, of time of waiting and watching for Christmas, I just want to encourage you that, you know, this was um, predicted, Jesus' birth, the Savior's birth was predicted. Mm -hmm. And for those who were like the wise men and um, um, the, even the people, just all the, the people of Israel who had um, scripture, they knew, even from Micah, that it was predicted that it was going to be, you know, he was going to be born in the city of David, Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, you know, they had that they knew he was going to come. Then, you know, they told the angel told the, the shepherds that, you know, what the sign to look for, that there was going to be a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. And I was thinking, you know, just to have that hope of the coming Messiah, to have that, um, they told him, don't be afraid because, you know, he is going to be the Savior and he's going to be for all people, even though we know that he mm-hmm. would be rejected. But, you know, he came for all people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, then so many people did not recognize him. They didn't recognize mm-hmm. his birth. They weren't watching for him. They were not watching mm-hmm. for him. And I want to encourage that in this season, I know it's hard because we have COVID, we have you know quarantines, we have lockdown. It's mm-hmm. going to be very different for a lot of people for this Christmas. But again, I just want to encourage you to be looking for Christ mm-hmm. in all things. He is in control. Right. He's never lost control in all. He knows about the quarantine. He knows about COVID. I, my heart, our heart goes out to people who have lost loved ones, maybe due to COVID or maybe due to suicide. There's Mm -hmm. so many things 
um, drugs, alcohol, suicide, so much is going on in this world um, that we do know that there is hurt. But look to Christ, not only to at this time, and look to him for your guidance and your healing as your Savior um, as his birthday is coming up, but look to him that his second coming. We don't know when it is, Mm -hmm. but there are signs. Yeah, there was 600 years between um, the New Testament and the Old Testament. Yeah. So, you know, at that time, if you think about 600 years, and you were at the time when, when Christ was born, I mean, 600 years went by. Yeah. And, you know, it's sometimes we think, okay, is God still there? Right. But he's still there. He's on his, he's on his own time frame as far as when things are being done. He knows when they're going to happen. And uh, like Danae said, we need to be looking forward to these things, looking for these signs that he tells us in Scripture mm-hmm. so that we will be ready. You know, and if we have that in our minds and our thoughts, then we need to think about the people that are around us, our loved ones, mm-hmm. you know, um, the people we come in contact with, you know, not to give up hope that, that you know, Christ can make a change in their heart mm-hmm. and as, as he did in our heart as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I just encourage you yeah. to, um, to look for Jesus, mm-hmm. not only during the season, but for him, for his second coming. And I'm not going to get into it, but look for the real Jesus, the Jesus of Scripture, not the Jesus of the culture Mm -hmm. or the Jesus of different religions. There are a lot of people who claim the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Just because you say Jesus does not mean that you know him. Right. And that is, you know, maybe offensive to some people, Mm -hmm. but I would rather offend you now than to offend him because he tells us to preach Jesus the authentic Jesus of the Bible, right. not who you just think he is or who someone tells you he is. Mm-hmm. Seek seek scripture and seek somebody who's a true Bible-believing church, a pastor, and um, you you won't be you won't be sorry that you no, never will. No. Don't think I'm sorry about it. Didn't do it earlier. Right. All right, guys. All right. Wonderful podcast. Hey, one thing, if you've listened to the end and uh, this kind of stuff interests you, you know, as far as like studies and things like that to show how they apply to our everyday life, uh, let us know. Uh, I don't know if this is something that people are going to start listening to and they think, oh, my goodness, I don't want to listen to that. Or if it's something that's that's intriguing, that that gives me hope, you know, it's just like we talked about, that, you know, changing my lifestyle can help myself. Well, we can give practical, you know, every week we try Mm -hmm. to give something practical, but then there are times that, you know, excited about an actual study Mm -hmm. that um, helps support what, you know, we feel in our bodies, you know, what we feel Mm -hmm. to know to be true, what we see changes Mm -hmm. in people. It's good to see those studies that really haven't been, you know, done before. And if the study's taken us in a different direction... They'll take us in a different direction right. later on. Yeah. All right, guys, remember, be fit and be faithful. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.